G'day everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Motorsport Republic of Podcasts and today we're joined by Moto3 rookie, Aussie Jacob Rulstone. Welcome. Thank you, good to be here. Beautiful, awesome. Thanks for, thanks for coming, it's been uh, Wollongong's awesome. and Yeah, on the road again. On the road again. Love it. No, that's, uh, that's great. All right, 2024. Moto3 rookie, how are you feeling? Yeah, it's good. Um, a bit, a bit nerve-wracking going into the season, but yep. um, I've got, I think, the best team in the championship to, to be a part of. Um, and yeah, I, I feel really, really gelled with them already. Uh, we had the first test after the last round in, in Valencia, and I felt like I'd been with the team for two seasons already, which is, which is, is good. Uh, they're a real family-based team, which, which, that's that's the environment that I like. Yep. It's still super professional but um yeah everyone's kind of having a joke around and, and yeah. including everyone that's what i like and uh yeah it's uh it's good that's it's, awesome yeah, yeah that's great how'd you go on the test what was it like were you nervous about the jump onto the bike yeah for, for sure um uh yeah the whole weekend was kind of i just wanted to i was bored watching everyone else <laughs> i just wanted the monday to, to come around but um yeah, it was it was good. I was crook on the on the Sunday, so I was yeah just trying to just to sleep and, and yep. get ready for for that. But um yeah the of course the nerves were were, were everywhere. Yeah, I mean, like when you enter the box, time to like get ready. It's uh it's exciting. Quite a couple eyes on you uh, yep. throughout throughout the team. But um yeah I uh, my my engineer from Aspire Junior team from from last year. Got offered a job uh, with me in in Tech Three, so yeah, it was good that 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 I knew someone that I could I could gel with because for sure it's difficult mm. to gel quickly uh, with a with a crew chief or an engineer. So yeah, he became now my crew chief and the the engineer he's got a good relationship with, and as well as well the two mechanics we yeah. we get along with. But um yeah, Herve Pontural, the team team manager and uh, team boss, he's really really good guy super super relaxed but um we're, we're there to work um <laughs> we're there to work and uh and get get good results so yeah i think i have have the best team that's great me. that's yeah, great. definitely definitely one of the most renowned teams in the paddock in moto yeah. three so it's awesome mate and we spoke briefly with your parents before the pod about your um your pathway into into the paddock and it's quite a traditional pathway pathway first Aussie to do it that way so that's yeah, exciting as it's, well it's been the road to MotoGP pathway yeah um do you want I'll, to run us through that quickly yeah so I was lucky enough in 2019 to to be selected to race in Asia Talent Cup and alongside that I, I did the race in the uh Oceania Junior Cup uh I did have to miss one or two rounds just due to the Asia Talent Cup championship but um yeah, it was it was good to good to do the two championships. Kind of, I was able to, to work on work on the the race craft the race craft in in OJC for for the tight battling and, and the slower bikes. For then when I went to to the AJC uh, OJ, the ATC, um, <laughs> it was yeah it was it was a bit of an advantage. Um, of course, I struggled a little bit in in in, in the start of the ATC. It's kind of hard that you don't have much experience on a in a on a talent cup bike but um yeah it's 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 good mm. it's it's a really really good championship the the rider coach there diego is uh i still have 
I still talk to him to this day. So he's 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 a good guy, and if you if you do perform then, then it's like a it's like a mini family and like a I don't know how to say it, it's not like a cult, but it's like <laughs> if you if you go well and in the in the road MotoGP championship, then Anna Espaleta, who runs it, mm. um, her father is Dorna, so it's uh, yeah, she's a good 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 lady to to get on your side. Yeah, a, yeah. So uh, yeah, then I was yeah, I did did both of them in uh, in twenty nineteen, and then I thought that I was going to get a second year in, in Asia Talent Cup, but. Uh, Sadly, I didn't, but uh, I think that that did open a door up for for us to to move to Europe because we we're thinking about what we we're going to do, um, the the pathway that I, I wanted to be on the on the Moto three bikes and mm. the, and the prototype bikes wasn't able to be done here in Australia. So we searched around and uh, we're lucky enough to get get a part of of a team, uh, Leopard Impala Junior team, in the European Talent Cup Championships, which, which was. Uh, alongside the Spanish CV championship. So yeah, it's um it was a huge sacrifice for my family. Yeah. Um, my mum and I moved uh to Spain in, in twenty twenty. While my father and my sister stayed here. Um yeah, we kinda moved there, did the first test. Uh we were there for a week, did the first test and and the test day kinda got cut short because everyone needed to go home because there's all this COVID stuff has come up. So um yeah it was it was a big Big thing we were considering if we we're coming home, if we we're staying there, uh, what we're doing. Um, but we luckily we made the right decision to stay there, and um, we did think that we would be able to get more because Australia, uh, Europe was going into like a heavy lockdown, and mm. Spain especially, mm. where Australia wasn't at the moment. So yeah, we we made the right decision to stay there. Mum and I were in a hotel room for 105 days together, which. Which was all right, <laughs> but um, but no, then yeah, then was able to 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 continue well with that season once run run once racing got underway, uh, and yeah, was lucky enough to to get a to get a oh the team agreed for another year, so yeah, we went went and we stayed there, came back over Christmas and continued to to race race for them. They're a really good good team. I still have relations with the with the Impala people, who is a Honda company in Barcelona, but um, yeah, they're, they're they're just great friends to have still mm. now. But um, yeah, and then in the end of 2021, put an application in for the Red Bull MotoGP Rookies Cup, and was lucky enough to get selected for that. Uh, usually, they have like a selection event, like the Asia Talent Cup, where a thousand people put their names in and they select 300 to go to to go to a track and and try out. But um, yeah, I was lucky enough to. To get selected because they couldn't do the tryouts, they just we kind of had to put in a like a resume type thing for a job, yeah. and uh, I think ten of us got selected, which was which was amazing. Um, so yeah, it's I did that 22, 23, um, and then alongside I moved up into the Junior GP World Championship, which is just Moto Three Junior World Championship with Aspar Junior team, which is uh, yeah, which was which was good, a bit a bit challenging to gel with the team at, at the start because. Of full Spanish, mm. it's um, and it's serious. Then it's not the you're there to. It's Aspar team. It's it's not a, it's not a mm. it's not a small team to, to to play around in that championship. So for sure, it was daunting for Mum and I moving into that team. But um, yeah, we jolted really well and yeah, was was a tricky year 2022. Um, just 
a lot of unnecessary incidents which which like I had no no control of like just getting taken out and blah 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 but um no I just continued working working with myself and and kept a good uh good relationship with everyone and and as well in the the Red Bull Rookies Cup but um yeah so was able to 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 last year 2023 to get podiums in both and and build good relationships and with with a lot of people and yeah, then the ride for the Moto Three came around, and um, yeah, it was coming down, it was coming down to the wire that that I was thinking that I was just going to do another year of junior GP, which, which uh, we had uh, my my mum and my mum, dad, and myself. We had our uh, we had our goals of what what the year was. We we accomplished we accomplished then, and uh, yeah, we had our if we weren't able to get a world championship ride. Um, then, then that was fine. We were happy to do another year of that, but um, yeah, quite, quite late, uh, quite late in the in the year, Lozano, which is like Mum and I were very stressed out because all the teams have, have been signing riders left, right, and centre. But um, yeah, Herve Pontarell sent Mum a message and said, "Can can we have a meeting?" And um, yeah, it was really, really like a relief that um, they the meeting that we had in in his office and. Um, Yes, yeah, so mum. Mum knew on the Thursday, the Thursday afternoon, that she had a meeting with him, and uh, kind of knew that that I'd been offered a ride in World Championship, but she didn't tell me. So um, <laughs> she just wanted to, because we were racing Rebel Rookies Cup there as well. So it was the last round of that. She just wanted me to focus on that. But um, I was stressing as well because I was thinking you have to think about Rebel Rookies Cup racing, of course, but you're in that paddock for. It's only seven rounds in or something in in Red Bull Rookies Cup. So when you're in that paddock, you kind of have to to talk around, and that's what I was stressed about as as well. But Mum um, just kept telling me to relax, and something will happen. Everyone knows that we're looking for a ride. So mm. if if it, if a ride comes up, if a ride comes up, and then um, yeah, at the end of the end of the the, the Sunday morning race um, for rookies, I was a bit disappointed, um, just just with my result. I was saying to my mum, like, it's a bad result. I'm like, we'll get a ride now and blah, blah, blah. And she just said, don't worry, it's sorted. And, Ugh. like, that was that was a... That relief must have been massive. Yeah, it was. And then then I had to wait around all day. Like, no one was allowed to know, basically, because there was still issues with the other, like, uh, sorting of the other riders. Did you sign then and there on that Sunday? No, so, this, yeah, we had to wait around for the Sunday afternoon. And, mm. um, and yeah, then I had a meeting with him. It was quite quick. Um it was it was quite a, a challenging weekend to get a, in touch with Herve because one of the one of the Erta representatives passed away the week before, mm-hmm. and he's I think the president uh, Herve is the president of Erta, so there was quite uh, a bit of challenges with that. But um, but no, he just basically had a quick meeting, welcome to the team, and that he would send send everything through. And it's funny, I signed my my. Biggest contract of my life. I signed at a mountain bike park, <laughs> riding, <laughs> riding with a mate of mine. Um, yeah, so it was kind of I just signed it on on mum's phone, and yeah. it was like, oh, I just signed like the biggest contract of my life, and it wasn't a paper copy or no nothing. So it's a uh, no, it's um, it's quite a, a funny story to that. That's how I signed it, but um, mm. but no, it's uh, yeah. Her, after all the rounds in. Oh, each day, sorry, in uh, junior GP, even before it was announced, um, Herve would ask how the day went, blah blah blah, and um, yeah, it was hard. It was hard to keep it between mum and I, um, 
and dad. Uh, I think when, when my grandfather knew, he, he was the one who was struggling to keep his mouth <laughs> shut. But, um, but Telling uh, everyone down at the bowls club and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but no, it's, uh, it was good once. Uh, a lot of people kind of didn't expect it because they thought that Filippo Farioli was continuing, but uh, he, he had changed teams. So, um, yeah, it was... It was amazing once once I was at, able to announce it and everything was planned for the for it to be announced on the the morning of the Indian GP. So um, yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, it's, I mean we got so much to dwell in <laughs> dwell in from that, but um, amazing story. What was, did he say in that that first in that first meeting in Sunday? Did he did he say that he saw something in you? Did he say that he uh, has been watching you for a while? Yeah, I. I Basically, in Hareth at the start of the year, when I got my first my first podium in Red Bull Rookers Cup, he in the Red Bull hospitality, mm. um, the, the Red Bull teams eat there, but as well Red Bull Rookies Cup, um, mm. and yeah, he said uh, came over to me um, and just introduced himself. Oh, I'm Hervé, and that was a really really good race, um, and yeah, that was that was it. Kind of just like a just a just. To, he broke the barrier a little bit. Just yeah. congratulated me, um, and then in um, in Assen, I kind of I saw him, and every time I'd see him in the paddock, I'd always say hello. Um, but yeah, in the, in in Assen, I kind of had a joke, and I was just saying, "I'm looking for a ride for next year, World <laughs> Championship." Um, just thought I'd let you know. Um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, I did. Was close to getting in fourth in. I got fourth by super, super close to the podium in the first race and he kind of joked and said, well, better if you keep riding like that, mm-hmm. just as a bit of a joke. But um, no, I think, I think I did. I just kept riding and um, yeah, I think it's interesting what team managers see that you don't realise what, what, yeah. they, what they look for, who they talk to. They talk to a bunch of people and like a thing that... Um, I'd had a meeting with a, with a, another another team boss as well, and a thing that he liked about me is that I'd work work alone on the track. I wasn't relying on a tow, and that's the main thing that, that they look for in riders. That that's you're there and you believe in yourself that you can ride that fast and that you're able to ride that fast. Interesting. And a weekend that really did that for me was at Barcelona for Junior GP, where I got I topped or I was top two every session alone doing times and super consistent and like I was qualified second by 0.02 to Bacaras and like he had a huge toe as well so mm. that's that's what that's what people seen you don't realize I didn't realize that like Hervé watches all all the junior GP races and he's they're always checking the results and and yeah so it's kind of you always have to I just go about my own way uh, and I think that's what 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 they see and of course he would talk to the the people in 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 Aspar. Um, they have the KDM de- KDM development people in the team. So yeah, you kind of have to. You can't think that you only have to be nice to this person. I think you, I'm nice to anyone that I meet. So I think that's yeah. that's something that they see as well. And they like, yeah, you can't. There's no kind of secrets in in the GP paddock. You kind of have to. You have to be who you are, and I. I'm a nice person. I'm, I'm nice <laughs> to everyone. It's, but yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't think that uh, the there's the there's a chef um, Jorge Martinez's brother, who's Jorge Martinez Aspar. Uh, his brother, 
he's the chef at the at the testing, so he cooks for for Aspar team. But I, he's for sure always talking with Hervé. It's uh, with Jorge. Um, like it's just small things that, like you, you can't muck around. But they, you're, there, you're there to work, so mm. that's what that's what people look for. Yeah, that's incredible. And like obviously they take it so seriously. But it's cool that you even said you know you were talking to Hervé and everything like that. Like just constantly, just almost like nipping at him, planting planting seeds, mm. seeds as well. Yeah, like I didn't want to. I didn't want to be like a pest to him. Yeah, I, like I understand that. But you, for they're meeting. 100 people a day. So you kind of uh, just wanted to put a face to the name and, and um, uh, I spoke to a person as well in, in Magello that, that said to me, you can't wait for the phone to ring for a Moto3 contract. You kind of have to put your name out there and that's not like mum was my manager. So that's not, we're not like that. We're kind of just sit back and relax people. Like we're not, like uh, we don't go ask for people. We don't just... Uh, like that's what you have to do, but I don't like to go to a team and say, oh, "I'd like to ride for your team." Yeah, you don't want to seem too desperate. No, 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 yeah. no. Of course not. But um, but no, we just. Mum just said it'll be it'll be what it is. Um, we just just. Everyone knows that we're looking for a ride. Um, if it if it happens, it happens. That's like, cool. Luckily, it did. Yeah, that's all right. Absolutely. Just want to take it back. You were saying that you got stuck in that year. 2020 through COVID, mm-hmm. what, what's the mental strength that you had to, like, the mental side of things, what did you endure being away from, uh, you said your father, your sister, not, not knowing what's going on, having that unknown, how did you get through that, how did your mum help you through that and how did the team and everyone around, the, every, all the other people you were with, how did you all get around that together and what was it like to come back from that not knowing what was going to happen, for sure, for sure, for sure, tricky. Um, a lot, a lot more for my mum, of course. Um, for me, I was fourteen. I want to say, yeah. So I was young. I didn't, I didn't really know. It was fine. I, I spoke to spoke to my 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 dad and my sister and my family every second day, just about every day. So, um, yeah, for sure, for sure, it was tricky to to not. Go insane being being yeah. that, that close to to my mum and I for so long. Um, but no, we 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 just had our, our way of our days, and we made sure to just to stay busy. Um, yeah, otherwise I think you do go insane if you're sitting there and doing nothing. But um, but no, we had um, the Impala team was really, really good. Um, they were they were in Barcelona, and we were when we moved there, we just found a, a hotel kind of in between. Barcelona and Valencia. That that if we needed to, to to go to to somewhere, we could go there. If we needed to go to if we need to go to Valencia, we could go there. If we need to go to Barcelona, we could go there. But um, yeah, I think it was they're like a they're a big family. So I think they were always kind of to look looking out for us. But um, we were there with another family as well, which uh, which we moved over at the same time. Uh, uh, he did he did two years just racing there, but um. Yeah, it was good to at least at least have other people there because for sure if, if it was by ourselves it would be a little bit more tricky. At least we had like it was we were able to to walk two doors down, knock on it, put our masks on, and yeah. and go go into there because this this hotel was kind of it, all the hotels were shut basically. Besides, like this one was allowed to stay open because it had two families that had just moved from Australia to here. So yeah, luckily they had a, a underground car park that we were able to. 
kind of run about and I'll be in the hotel rooms all day, which is which was nice. Yeah, for sure. There you go. That's handy having that uh, that little space downstairs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Nice. Um, I was just going to say, what's what's your background in riding like? Like, are you from? I think you you did some dirt track and won a few national titles there. Has it been motocross, dirt track, or? I, yeah, I kind of just grew, grew up around it. My um, yeah. my cousins raced raced motocross. Um, they're they're much older than me, but I just just grew up around it. Uh, and then we have family friends Ben Burke who who used to race uh, BSB. I just I just wanted to be like him. Just um, yeah, and I think I just loved bike from when I was younger. Yeah. Um, we uh, we we spent every every Christmas down at down at my cousin's place, Wallace um, Haven River down at Nara, and um, like they had a track there. And when I was when I was old enough to get a PW50, it was when I whenever I could the flat foot on the ground that's when that's when santa gave it bring it but um <laughs> but no it was i just just grew up around it i loved it i was i think bike mad and yeah just started started that with that and with motocrosses like i didn't have any thought of doing and even probably i don't even think i knew what road bikes were back then yeah but, it always um, seems a bit away <laughs> but yeah so it was always dad dad did a bit of club riding and just 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 loved it um but yeah, I just, just grew up around it and then did some motocross racing um, for a couple of years, but, but I wasn't able to train. For, I think for, for motocross you have to train at least two times a week to, yeah. to, keep, to keep up with it. And just for, for, for my side and for, for my parents' side, the, just the jumps for the little bikes were getting too big and, um, and it was getting a little bit – versus reward was getting too wasn't, – wasn't the best. So, yeah, um, yeah we decided to, to switch to flat track and – and like dad's plan and, and mum's plan that they, they wanted to try glide me toward road racing when I'd go to flat track because that was like flat tracks, uh, a boundary, uh, like a all, I think, good, like all good Australian mm. road races start off with flat track. Mm. Um, and because of a good foundation to, to for, the, for the bike control with losing the front, yeah. sliding, sliding the rear, and I still do it to this day. Uh, for training but um yeah so i was able able to, to go quite well at flat track um won i think three australian titles so yeah so that, that that was good and then um yeah tried tried a bit of road and i i, I loved it straight away so awesome yeah it was good a lot of we didn't we didn't dad was dad did a, dad does a lot of research on things so yeah. he did, did a lot of research on on what would be the best best training to do um and we just got like an NSF 100, a 12-inch bike, and yep. um, just yeah, just did a lot of training at at, at the kart track, um, just near here, and um, yeah, just just focus on ourselves, and just did a lot of that, um, a lot of fundamentals and 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 kind of like drill training, and then we did a bit of like I had a Morawaki 80, yep. um, I think it was Jason O'Halloran, so it was quite that's yeah, cool, yeah, it was it's yeah. quite an old bike when from when he was younger, <laughs> but um. But no, we just did did a lot of days at um at uh, like Murray Valley and Maroolan, uh, and yeah, did did a couple track days on it at um at Eastern Creek. So yeah, and then just switched to like a, a bit better Rocky eighty, which is the the frame of the RS one two five, um, and then from that to then a, a Talent Cup bike. Yeah. But um, no, it was it was good. Dad does, I think, uh, I'm proud that Dad. Dad 
did it as a fundamental. Yeah. Got, like I would always, I'd kind of train on the a bit faster bike, like on on flat track on stuff and stuff. If I'd trained on an eighty five, then yeah. I'd race on a, on a sixty five to kind of get just comfortable with the faster speeds. Yeah. And then make make the race bikes feel feel slower, which which I still do to this day. So um, it's yeah, interesting. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, do the teams give you like a training program as well? Like if you go in the obviously your team now or Aspar, they like say this is what we kind of want you to do over the off season, or is it just yeah free reign? They 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 want you to be training. They don't really say you have to do this this and this. Yeah. Um, with Aspar, we did um, kind of like training stages. So we did uh, like five or six times a year, two days um, training with like the team. So that was on on like small CRF 125s, um, like flat track days and then on kiting trucks as well. So they they were the main main things that, that, that they would set. But um, but no, it's not like the team. The team doesn't really set, yeah. set much. They want you to, like they want, they know that I'm going to be riding like 600s and, and big bikes when I go back and that's what they want. Yeah. They want you to, to keep active on the bike and they knew that I did some riding here um, off-road and road and, yeah, they just... Over over the break, they just when you stay bike fit, basically, um, because it's a lot of riding. Yeah. This year, so um, yeah, bike fit something that we don't know, unfortunately. But uh. <laughs> wish we did. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting talking to riders over our journey with doing this podcast, and, and fitness is, is such a big thing that we don't look at. Yeah. When you're watching a race weekend, like these guys are practicing what three hours qualifying race. It's a lot of riding, so you got to be so super fit. Um, Looking forward to twenty four. What's what's the goal? Rookie of the year. That's that's my goal. Um, and and to get to get in another year with the team. Yeah. Um, that's the goal. Um, I was twelfth in the test. I think third rookie, which was which was good first first KDM, which um, that's really good. Yeah, which is good mm. as well. But um, yeah, the main the main thing that was in the discussion as well to, is to help. Ogato win the championship. That's, yep. I, have to, I have to be a good team player. That's the that's the 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 plan with the team, um, and and I agree with that. Um, I like to, to work to work with the teammate as well. It was a bit tricky in Aspar because we had there was three Moto three riders, so it's always it's always more tricky like that. But um, no, I think I think Hogato is a really good person to, to work with. You spend a little bit of time with him. Yeah, uh, yep. just like he, he's ex Aspar rider as well in junior GP. So. Yep. Yeah, it was it was we knew of each other in in there, but yeah, just the, this this kind of small day as my teammate, I just just gelled well with him, and he's there for the same reason as me, there to work and and to to win races. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do I do do feel like it's going to be a good year to to gel with him, but yeah, of course, the first person you want to beat is your teammate as well. So, yeah. So I I know that. Um, my goal. I know it's not very realistic to go in there and say that I'm going to win every race in my first season. <laughs> of course, I'm going to try and work my ass off every single race. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's that's not the team expectation. The team expectation is just to continue working. They're seeing the improvement. And then, um, and then yeah, hopefully, hopefully you get fight for Rookie of the Year and then a second year in the team. Oh, that's so exciting. You must be itching. So from our point of view, the Moto3... Cattery looks like probably the best racing, probably the best racing in the world. What is it like to ride that bike? It's a tricky bike because like the the Honda and KDM, you both have to ride them ride them differently. Right. Um, but 
Yeah, I did. I built a style up on. I had a style, and then when I moved to the European Talent Cup, I had to then get rid of that style. And then when I had to come back to the Moto Three bike, uh, when I started the Moto Three bike, you have to kind of get your old style back. So it's um, it's a tricky bike. It's quite basic, but then very complex. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, it's you kind of have to ride a more of like a super bike. The the KDM side is more point and shoot, where the where the Honda's more flowing. But uh, excuse me, the 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 KDM is quite the Honda is quite flat. Um, where the where the KDM is very kind of divey, like you do have a lot of. Uh, I'm a rider who likes a lot of confidence on the front. Yeah, and like I have a lot of confidence on the front with a bike. Um, I was kind of like the setup point of view as well. This or last year, I didn't change it too much. It's it's like you do change the small things, but it's 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 a it's a basic bike. Uh, at the end of the day, um, you don't you don't have we just you, you do have traction control that, but no one uses it. Um, but the main thing we just change is just the just the engine braking in the in the gears. Um, that's the major electronics that 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 we use. Um, and yeah, I think it's it's better like that as well because at the end of the day, it's the rider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They make it. They want to make it basic for for the riders because like Moto Two as well. There's different different chassis and, and stuff like that as well. So, but when there's when there's the same, it's basically the same in in Moto Three. That's where that's where they see the good riders. And um, mm. like I've seen some things of of the Ducati Ducati bosses like seeing Jorge Martin through. Uh, through how good he was in Moto Three, and that's basically when they wanted him. So there's just some simple things that that uh, that I said before that they watch. Um, and yeah, I think that's why Moto Three is such a competitive and close championship because everyone's on the same machinery. Yeah, yeah we yeah. were having this conversation this morning about um, it's it's such a good thing for the sport for the bikes to be so similar, so then you can see the best yeah, rider, yeah. best rider win. Is there going to be some tech changes this year going into? With a slight different bike or anything like that, slightly different rules. There was some trialing, some different fairings and oh, stuff. Oh, and they're like running Pirelli tires now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. all the basically all like all the road manager GP classes, all junior GP class classes, and Moto Three, Moto Two are switching to Pirelli. They're good. Um, mm. Their their diameter is a bit bigger, so it's it's a bit strange to get used to, but they're really really good. Um, a lot of grip. But yeah, with a bike as well, it's for for the Honda for the KDMs. We uh, we it's a brand new bike for the twenty twenty four season. So the the past AM models have been like the the same from from twenty twenty to 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 twenty three. Um, and in twenty two and twenty three, my two teammates in Aspar were the were the test riders for for them. So I was on the standard bike, and they mm. were on the on the newer bikes. But um, Holgado rode it uh, for the for us at the test. Um, and then he backed up because he smashed the lap record by a full second. Mm. Yeah, he's, um, he's quick. So yeah, I did. I did a lap and I was point two off the lap record. And I thought, oh, I must be like <laughs> first or second <laughs> in the test, and I come in and I'm in eighth position because everyone's just gone quicker. But um, no, in the last session of the test, um, I tried the new bike, and it's wicked fast. Like, is it is it a lot different? Yeah, basically. It's it's still a matter three at the end of the day, but yeah. um, a lot of the things are uh, like compared to what I was writing before. Just just main thing. There's a, quite a lot of thing, mm. a lot of things different. Yeah. Um, 
even even like I rode Farioli's bike, uh, which was the twenty three bike, um, for the first two sessions, and like it's the same bike as the FIM. Basically, I was on the twenty two bike in FIM, and it's the twenty three, but everything's basically the same. But it's just like you have a different clutch. Um, it's more the uh, like it's the KDM factory clutch in in World Championships, so it's more more kind of stiff. Um, and then of course you have the it's the top specs. So in FIM you have the 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 two three year old specs. Um, so yeah, you have you have the best of the best in the World Championship, and and with the new KDM, I think it's going to be it's a little bit as well longer, like the seat space. So for me being a little bit taller than the usual Moto three rider, it's um it's it's in my advantage as well. But uh, yeah yeah, it's it's going to be it was a bit tricky to gel with with the Pirelli tyres. But um, no, I think it's gonna be gonna be a good combination. That's cool. With the Moto Three bikes, I can't remember. Do they have a quick shifter or anything like that? So is that just yeah. up and down? No, or? so it's like you still have to use the clutch. It has okay. a slipper clutch. Um, yeah. But yeah, full like the quick shift. You don't even feel a, a, a gap in it. It's it's incredible. Yeah. Like you can be full banked over and, and flick it, which is fine. Mm. Where like the European Talent Cup bikes, if you're on an angle, it's a little bit sketchy. <laughs> but um. No, basically it's it's fine going up gears and yeah. then down gears. It's just with the clutch super quick. And what a thing was what was tricky to learn with is like for the engine brake to engage with the electronics. You basically from six to to first, you have to bang down the gears and then just dump the clutch. Like you're not meant to feed it because if you feed it, then the 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 clutch doesn't engage for the for okay. the engine braking. So like the first time I like I was got told that you have to do it. You go boom boom boom. And it's like, yeah. okay, that's an awful, awful feeling. Yeah. But it's it's what you have to do um, to, to engage it. And, and that's that's the, that was the main thing to get around the electronics, that, that you have to do that. But other than that, it's basically just just like launch control, different mapping um, and the engine braking there and the quick shifter, they're the main electronics yeah. that, so there, that, that there are. So the launch controls are just a button device... Yeah, it's oh. just it's just two buttons that you hold, and yeah. then for a split second, and then the dash comes up with with lights and launch mode, and the because we used Del Auto in in Junior GP, yeah. uh, but now so we're using for for Hondas it's Del Auto, and then the data system Del Auto, but for KDMs it's Del Auto dash, and then two D data systems because everyone has to use Del Auto in mm. in FIM, but for for World Championship we use two D dashes, which is just a, a little bit. Uh, it's just more more basic, okay. which I like. But um, yeah, of course, like you think it's not a big thing, just a, a dash with yeah. two shift lights. But it is quite quite challenging to get used to. Just where like if you're in a corner, you kind of glimpse the gears and just si- simple things. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's good. I, pre- I do prefer that. Um, it's more of like the basic. The 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 Delauto looks like a. Like an iPad type type dash is quite quite big. Where the where the two Ds is just is just quite a lot more basic, but um, they got the the bright LEDs which yeah, I like. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, when you like engage the launch control and everything, and obviously you take off, are you just dump in the clutch, or do you no, still have to feed it out? You still have to feed it. Um, I saw a clip of Vinales in GP, and they just dump the clutch mm. like that, and the trust to have is ridiculous. I know. But um, but no, we still have to. You still have to feed it. Um, Three or four people don't use launch control, but um, yeah, I, I, I like it. It's um, just kind of you don't need to focus too much on the throttle. Then you can just go 
like full throttle and then just you, when the lights come on it's full gas and then um when they go out you just have to to learn how to feed the clutch yeah. but um but yeah the launch control does help with that that it start doesn't go too high up yeah end. but then as soon as you shift to, to second gear it's from first to second it just disengages do those four riders choose not to use it or they just don't have it on their bikes no they choose not to use it so why would that be they just prefer that some people like the good old like kind of like waiting revving but um yeah wow it's just transformed moto gp like you can see the different devices on the different bikes and like how big an advantage it is that's now. only a moto three in moto two and moto gp everyone has everyone to use, would it, use it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially moto gp yeah but, um yeah i think it's just it's just choice and interesting and like a force of habit that that they may have not gotten good starts with launch control <laughs> so they, they blame it on that don't talk to maverick pinales about good starts <laughs> 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 Do you have any, um, speaking of launches, do you have any superstitions or like do you do anything prior to your launch? Like yeah. some people rub a tank or? Yeah, I have my, I have my, little, my little things that I do. Um, yeah. I think every rider does what you're, yeah. not a, or you're not a racer if you don't have your own superstitions, I think. But um, yeah, just like the, ways you, the way I get ready, the warm-ups. And um, I prefer to have like a, like a habit that I do it every time. So then it's like a superstition as well, but then you don't, you don't forget things. So you yeah. have it, you have your, your way of getting ready and the music you play, the, the warm-ups, the, 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 yeah, it's just the, the way you put your helmet on, you speak to your, yeah, it's all, it's all kind of like a force of habit now. Yeah, nice. What's a pump-up song of choice? Any, basically. Anything yeah. with a bit of high amping is, is yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Not Eye of the Tiger? Rocky, Rocky, Rocky Four. <laughs> it might be my my intro song all, all through the track on the speakers. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Very good. Oh, that's grouse. That's um, that's so good. How competitive is the Red Bull Rookies Cup? It must be, I'm guessing, pretty full on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's a it's a sh- bit of a strange championship, but in a good sense because everyone's on the exact same bike. Yeah, everyone looks the exact same. Um, yeah, it's like four. It's Four, four, four riders to one mechanic, um, or five riders to one head mechanic. So the mechanic is the works for the Rubber Rookies Cup, and then you take like a helper. So I had just my FIM, uh, my junior GP uh, mechanic come along, but where most have like their, their fathers. Mm. But yeah, then they're the main things. Um, it's very strict. Um, you're not allowed to do anything to the bikes. Yeah. Um, if you change the Oh, you don't. I don't even think you can change the tire pressures to, to down a little bit or up a little bit. It has to be the same for everyone, which which I like. And that's why it's such a competitive championship. Um, it's a bit first to last is a bit bigger gap than like junior GP, but then the top 12, 13 in in rookies is super super close. Um, uh, and the only the only thing is the the gap is because it's it's a selective championship, mm. so. They're a tricky, like super, super tricky bike to ride. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Okay. Um, they had new bikes, newer bikes for us uh, in 24, just like uh, 23, like different fairings. I think a little bit different frame and brakes and stuff like that, which I did suit and I enjoyed more. But um, yeah, like 22, I, I just didn't, didn't really like it at all. But I, you just have to put that to the back of your mind yeah. and just ride the thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's so competitive. And what's it like um, when you're in those big groups of riders? You know, there's 10 mm. riders. It's always amazing in Moto3 and it's going to happen, obviously, this year. Um, like you're stuck in the middle of the pack. Like 
you're thinking, oh my God, I'm so close to this person in front and there's a guy behind me or is it just, you're just in the zone? You're, you're in the zone. Yeah. Um, like I think it's the same with all the riders. You have that much trust in, in the person you're riding half a metre next to. Of course, if it gets close, it gets a bit... Elbows out. Yeah, it gets a bit nerve-wracking, but if you, like, I'm sure that this year, if if you're in that position at the front, you have to you have to put your elbows out, otherwise you'll get bullied, basically. Yeah, that's all right. Um, and, like, you, you have to show that you're there and you, you can fight with them, and that's, like, I'm happy to, happy to do that. Um, I think there's a... In the World Championship side, there's a lot more respect between the top riders than... Than like the junior GP side and the rookie side, um, but of course, at the end of the day, everyone's wanting to win. So mm. I'm wanting to win as much as the guy next to me. So you have to, yeah, you have to give it your all. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of trust between to, between all the riders. Um, some know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's like it's like world championships. Yeah, I mean, they, they, it's one of the most aggressive motor racing categories in the world like yep. we watch it and we go oh my god you know like we look at um leopard situation in Qatar. yeah um i'm sure you probably have a opinion on that <laughs> <laughs> one, one of my close mates is a yumi so that's ah, okay there you, there you go but um but no it's uh some things are a little bit you know too think, far yeah things happen mm. like for that sense i know that a lot of us who were watching it didn't agree with that but yeah then the than the Leopard fans did, but um, that's it. But yeah, if that was me riding, I, I would have hated that. But, yeah, um, but no, Ayumu, Ayumu handled it good. Yeah. yeah, came out the next week and all the next round and won the race, so he handled it brilliantly. Yeah, yeah. he's really, really good person to, yeah. to know and like having your corner, which yeah, is, which is which is nice. Do you have any other mates in the paddock who in the Moto 3 or Moto 2 or Moto GP? Yeah, um, like I know Miller quite well, yeah. yeah. Um, we're not best of mates, but if we pass each other, we'll stop and talk all the time. Or if we're if we're at training uh, at, at the, the same time, we'd always always chat and that. But um, yeah, I've I've got like a few in Moto Two, um, Senna as well. Uh, I've grew up with him riding. Um, we we separated a little bit when we went overseas because we, you know, you're trying to do the same thing, make it to mm. to to where we're both going into but i think it's it's a good it's a good thing that we're both we both started he started a, a two months before me but we're both moving to the world championship together yeah and yeah. it's good for it's good for mum to have jonathan her, uh his dad as well someone yep. there but um but yeah it's uh, i do have do have quite a couple couple mates in 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 the classes um colin Vire I'm, I'm mates with as well and um yeah i don't i don't don't have any enemies who I'm not friends with <laughs> in, in the <laughs> not, not yet, not yet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But um, it, it but is interesting. Like we spend some time, obviously, in the back of the paddock for Phillip Island, and we have for many years. It's just interesting seeing the different mm. the characters around and who's friends, who's not friends. And I think I think it's a bit. Everyone's a bit too friendly. Uh, oh, about yeah. time someone said yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, but um, like yeah, some of the things that like fist bump and exit exiting out of pit lane, I don't. Yeah, that's yeah, cool if it's, your, if it's your brother on a track day or something like that. But from, from my side, I no, I'm there to, to beat. As soon as the helmet goes on me, I'm not friends with anyone. Killer no, mentality. I love that. Yeah, 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 that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's yeah, what yeah, I want to hear. Yeah, that is really Yeah, it's good. too, like, of course you have to have respect for everyone, but yeah, yeah I don't mind. I don't mind 
I don't care if no one likes me. I'm, I'm there for, for a reason. Yeah. And um, I'm not there to make friends. I'll go go to the pub if I want to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love that white, that white line fever, you know, cross that cross that path and you get your helmet on and you just... Yeah, of course. And yeah. That's, that's what you have to think. All yeah. the, and all the greats, all the greats do it. Yeah. yeah all you've, the greats do it. You've seen it over the line. If it's yeah. car racing or motorcycle racing, they're yeah. there to win and... Yeah. You know, you look at Rossi, played those mind games all those years. Marquez, same thing. Schumacher and the F1, whatever it is. Like, it's what who'd it you, is. Who did you look up growing up? Did you have a favourite rider or...? When I'm back, it was always like Casey, of course. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really follow even like MotoGP until like second year kind of racing, mm. like properly. Um, my first GP... We went in Malaysia. We went to Dad and I went just to watch the Asia Talent Cup tryouts. But um, yeah, of course, of course, Marquez. That's still that's still my hero. Like of a of a rider, just the way that he, what he can do on a bike. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm 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 not a Rossi fan. I'm a Marquez fan. But um, <laughs> I like this kid. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think we got enough of that. We can <laughs> saying say that in Italy, and Michello isn't very good. Oh, it's not as hard. <laughs> oh, they don't they don't turn up anymore at those races. No, <laughs> that's, that's actually. <laughs> as soon as Rossi's left, true. I don't even go. So 20, don't worry about it. We went to Magello in 2022 for rookies. Oh yeah, and I was surprised. Like my my helper of that year was like, oh yeah, the year before it was packed. Yeah, you couldn't see a single bit of grass, and we were there, and it was. Oh no, Rossi's not there, so no one's going to go. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, but, but it's true. Yeah, but now, now last year it was it was huge because of Peko. But um, yeah. But every GP you go to, it's always Rossi fans for sure. You see more Rossi fans than anyone. It's amazing. Oh, it's crazy. He's amazing. Like how he marketed himself, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah incredible. Sure. Changed the sport for the better as well. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Do you see stuff like um, what Marquez does or Jorge Martin, whatever? Like, oh, I'm going to try and copy that style, or do you just kind of do your own thing? Some we style like you're born with a style, and yeah. like when some coaches try to say like you have to be see this rider, you have to be that style. You don't. Uh, from from my sense, everyone everyone's different. Um, it's the same with like clothing style. Not everyone wears the same yeah. clothes, but you wear it. But um, yeah, it's it's my my style that. That I've adapted, and for sure, you you see some things on riders on on the, like the Moto Three class that oh yeah, I might try and change a bit of that, and then you it becomes your own own way. Mm. Um, I do like a, quite a bit of like video analysis of myself, and used to see small things, and like one of the things I was doing um, like in twenty twenty, I changed for twenty one because I just hated how it looked kind of <laughs> like on the video. In the photos, so I changed it and it it helped me. Oh, there you go, which is good. Um, but um, yeah, you kind of for sure the GP bikes as well. They have a different they have a different style of, of how you have to ride. But um, yeah, you, you can you can learn things off mm. off those riders. But what I think is really like you're born you're born with a style yep. and how you have to ride it, and 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 it's not everyone which can which is able to to do that. That's the beautiful thing I reckon about motorcycle racing, though, is you can almost see someone's personality through their style. Like you can see Jorge Lorenzo, who was so smooth and he mm. like gracefully went through the corners. And then you can see Marquez, you know, he's so hard on the brakes. The back end will be like, you know, twitching going in. Mm. And he'll either make that corner or launch himself into orbit. There's yeah. you know, no, There's in, no between. in between. Um, with style, I've always wanted to ask someone this. 
because obviously we are three hack motorcycle riders <laughs> and can hardly turn a throttle. Oh, speak for yourself. Yeah, I was going to say, geez, <laughs> check my MotoGP23 profile. Won <laughs> a few championships. Won by 35 seconds or something. Yeah, something like that. Got booted, got booted from Factory Ducati. <laughs> Won him a championship. Um, dangling the leg out. Do you do that when you're going into a corner? Um, is it like a balance thing and hard braking? What's the whole reason for it? Yeah, it's. I, I always thought that it was something that Rossi did and yeah. was kind of like looking at people now, like laughing at him. Um, but no, it's it's like a. It kind of works as a counterweight, I find. Okay. Um, not every corner um, I pull my leg out, but when you're. Yeah, for sure. Because when you go on like a turn two at Valencia, you're breaking super, super hard. The rear hit steps up, which is normally. But I find when your foot's on the peg, I don't have as much kind of balance and it's like it's like backing it in on on flat track i find um there's some that do it to an extent um a funny story i saw i was doing a track there at barcelona and this guy it, i don't know what class it was into turn one at barcelona's a right hand and he sits up and puts his left leg out <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i think he's doing a bit too much ana- analysis on the gp riders but um but no it's um yeah it's like a it's like a counterweight i find and, okay um, Sometimes, it, it, like some corners, it doesn't work. Um, but, yeah, a lot of corners, it does work. Um, yeah, it's, it's basically, for, 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 for my sense, when, when I feel the rear, rear wheel come up, breaking hard, it's, it's to balance that. And then when you're sliding into the corner, to, to balance that as well. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we've always wanted that. Because it is a new style, new generation style, this yeah. since Rossi. Um, doesn't help with braking at all, with dragging that foot along the ground or anything like that. It's all just no, counterbalance. No, it's, yeah. it's not. You just destroy boots, I find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, some riders, some riders do it a lot. Um, like just some, some riders can destroy a boot a session, um, which is incredible. Yeah, uh, the surface. I know that Nakagami was doing that. Really? And they said they basically said to him, "You have to relax a little bit." But um, he's got to finish not, not, not ten first. <laughs> he's got a certain quarter of boots tacker. Yeah. yeah, I thought this was from crashing, but uh, maybe it is from this. Yeah, slide we, we wouldn't be worrying the race; he'd be fine. He's <laughs> <laughs> normally done the first five laps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor tacker. He's a bit of a. He's a bit of, he's a bit of a punching a, bag. Yeah, we yeah. give him a bit. Of, we give him a bit of shit on the pod, but he's also a cult hero with us at the same time. Yeah, yeah true. He's got a yeah, few yeah. good clips out of him. Yeah. <laughs> But it's funny you mention that. Like, if you look at uh, Bautista, he wore through a pair during yeah. a race once and his bloody toe was showing through his boot. Yeah. The boot. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, some people do it too much. Um, but it's it's their own style, as I That's said before. Um, like, for, for my sense, I can go through six rounds and and, and need a replacement sole. But, um, yeah. but, yeah, some riders... I know that one of my mates at the Moto3 test went through like six boots in three days or something, which is incredible. Jesus. But um, when that's only the left foot. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's everyone's style. It's crazy how it works. Do you find it helps with your setup at all? Like getting off the bike a little bit more as well or no, not really? I don't think of it really. Yeah. I'm sure it probably does. Um, like I'm sure that like Brad and Jack, Brad, you've never seen put his foot out, I don't reckon. Um, which is which is which is interesting, but like Jack, he has a a different style as well, and I'm sure that like they have a completely different setup on the on the bike. But um, but no, I don't I don't I don't think it does. Yeah, it, it might, but I have no clue that it does. But um, and yeah, it's uh, 
I just find it as I'm used to flat track, so yeah. that's that's for that that's and, and and just get a, a count away basically. Um, that's that's what I find it the most. Nice. Are we ready for some fan questions? I love James? it. Yeah, we got some fan questions for you. So um, put out a post on Insta and thank you for everyone for replying. We couldn't get to everyone, so we just tried to uh, choose the best four. Um, All right, first one for you, Jacob. Uh, At Benzino Gasolino, do you think Moto3 is too aggressive? We kind of touched on it a little bit, but... Some riders, yes. Okay. (laughs) Um, I think you guys might might know the names, but um, <laughs> yeah, there's a few that spring to mind. But um, sometimes it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for sure, I know the person got a bit of a wording to uh, at the end of twenty two. But yeah, it's it's as I said, it's racing, and everyone wants to be the the first one over the line. Yeah, for sure, there's a boundary that you don't cross. But um, yeah, it's it's getting better. Which yeah. which which. Dorna and MotoGP are, are pushing a lot for. Like they would still want the close racing, but they want the yeah. They don't want that line to be crossed. Yeah. Which which all the riders mm. which all the riders don't don't want them. Yeah. Don't want for the people to cross it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, all these young kids growing up watching Marquez, who is arguably probably the most aggressive rider in recent history. So I suppose a lot of those guys are going to get that as an influence as well. Yeah, for sure. Mm. It's um, they're pushing a lot for like junior GPs super super strict now um just with like the rules and you can't do a lot but that's what they're pushing through so then the riders like this this i think seven rookies this year us seven rookies are taking that to to motor three and then they're in implementing it there so that's what they're, they're trying to do but um yeah when you when you watch excuse me <laughs> when you watch when you watch marquez you yeah yeah, yeah, like yeah. If it sticks the, with you. If the if yeah. the if the goat, um, as some people think, is, <laughs> uh, is, is, uh, is doing is doing it, then um, <laughs> then you know that's like I want to be like him. So yeah, it's yeah. a natural thing. So what do you think as well? Is leading on to that is with all the towing. I know you were talking about towing before. Like in Moto Three qualifying, it's always been a problem. Like, is that something where you just have? To, is it just something you have to do, or are you just more just like I'm just going to do my own laps and just see what I. See where I land. In in Junior GP, they implemented a thing where, so the start of a like, so we had a strange thing. It was it was like you had the Thursday practice, Friday was official time practice, but didn't mean anything. But then, the the Moto Three class on the Saturday morning, you had a forty minute practice, and that determined qualifying one or two. Um, and that one's for the practice and qualifying one or two, which was new to this year. Um, they had a. Uh, you could exit pit lane, like green light, 60 seconds. And then after that, if, for example, I exit pit lane and then there's someone behind me, I can go through, but then the guy, after the guy behind us to wait five seconds. Okay. So that's the thing that they've, and like slow sectors as well. They don't have it in Moto3. They have, I think that they might be implementing it, but um, yeah, that, so then you exit and you can't really then wait for the rider behind you, yeah. um, which which I like. Um, like Hareth this year in junior GP, there was like our three teammates, like myself and my two teammates went out. We were, I think, the top five or something like this and about 10 riders come out behind us. So it's, for sure, it's a pain in the ass. But for my side, like, as I was saying before, Barcelona, I was able to be 0.02 off someone who qualified pole. With no who, help. Who yeah. had a toe, to, toe and he had a to, uh, help. But I do think if you're someone who's always looking for a toe and... Like looking behind, then I think that you don't have 
you, you're not fast enough. You don't think that you, that you don't believe in yourself that you can do that. Mm. So yeah, that's why. Like, of course, of course, you need you need a, a slipstream at, at some tracks and and some sometimes. But if you have enough belief to do it with yourself, then if if you're two tenths faster in the rest of the track and you did, then you don't lose the two tenths on the straight. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a challenging thing that they're trying to eliminate. But um, I I think it'll there's nothing really that they can change about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it is. But people, people see it. Yeah. Uh, as I was saying before, like the team members, the team uh, bosses see it, and and yeah, they don't, they don't like it. But okay. um, but yeah, it's it's a thing that's there. It's definitely there. That's for sure. Uh, K bomb sixty three. Are the Red Bull rookie bikes uh, the same spec as the Moto three Grand Prix bikes? No, they're yeah. um, they're I think. 2016 models. Okay. They're all even older. Nothing's the same, really. Um, like the speed of them, like a European Talent Cup bike has similar top speed to them, but then the Red Bull Rookies bike has a little bit more acceleration. So there's not, like, of course, the tyres are the same um, and stuff like that, but it's, yeah, they're, they're quite different bikes. They're, yeah. still a, they're still a Moto 3, but it's like an older Moto 3. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's why they're trying to get a little bit newer. Yeah, like uh, like for this year, uh, for last year, sorry. And um, they're doing it. They're, they're doing it better. Um, yeah. But they've now got like the seventeen fairings and just just a few small things. Okay. But no, they're not. They're not the the same the same year model bikes. There you go. When you're riding as well, do you? Because you're so hunched over. Like we went to Christopher Mullen's place and we sat on his um obviously different, but we sat on his uh, Suzuki. Uh, MotoGP bike and like you're so hunched over do you just get used to being in that position like your back you know your neck looking up like are you sore after each session or you just get used to it yeah um, for sure it's good a physio session after <laughs> but um but no you get you get you get used to it and it's it's I do find it a lot comfortable um yeah. you kind of grow up with this position that whenever you hop on a bike it's that same position but um but no, I, uh, I find it comfortable. That's and, not, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what have we got? I spy two wheels. What is the team environment like in the junior series compared to the world championship? I feel, uh, from my sense, I had, like at the end, the back end of last year, I feel I had, like I put a lot of pressure on myself and for, for needing to perform to get a world championship ride. But, that's that's as well the team members are pushing um uh for sure if it's your your first year in both uh junior and world there's not a lot of pressure on you um there's a lot of they just want to see improvement but i do think that I, I haven't really experienced the world championship too much but in the in the day i've spent in the paddock <laughs> it's uh when it's work time it's work time and it's not it's not stuffing around um you don't have like on in junior GP. You have the two or three practices on the Thursday, two practices on the Friday, and then a practice and then a qualifying. Where in motor three, it's I think two practices and a time practice and then qualifying. Where yeah. it's all in. Uh, it's basically Friday practice and then Saturday qualifying. So it's all it's a lot shorter. So that's when you have to be. You have to make use of the times and your outlaps and inlaps as well. You have to be have to be on it, and that's where the things that. That team members, the team members can um, can try something else on on those those laps, but 
I haven't spent enough time yeah. for that in mm. in there. Um, I'm sure that there'll be quite a lot of pressure on Danny's side for this year. Yeah. Because third year in the championship has to basically win it. And I think that's a good thing for me, that it's yeah. more relaxed and it's more focused on... Like, I, have, like I understand I'm the second rider this year. Yeah. Um, I'll try not to be at the end of it. But, um, but yeah. It's, that's uh, cool. Yeah. It's a good way to look at it, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a very mature way of looking at yeah. it. And... And you're going to get success from that and not worrying about it, not worrying about a toe. These are sort of the mental things that, yeah. we, that people notice, you know. So um, last question from Bobcat74. Uh, what is your favourite track you've raced at so far and what track are you most looking forward to in the 2024 season? I have to say Philip Island. <laughs> um, uh, Good. I think I'll be in trouble if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's probably like I've ridden on it three times, mm. 2018 twice and then 2019 once. So I'm waiting for all the people to say, oh, it's your home track. You go and excited for that. But I've ridden Valencia more, basically. Yeah, so um, true. no, that's that's the, the track I'm most looking forward to racing and and, uh, and the GP. Um, like I'm already Giddy. super excited yeah. for it then. But um, for sure, I, I love like all the European tracks, um, the... Aston's an incredible track, so fast and flowy. And then like Sepang and Qatar, super wide. Um, yeah, I don't really have a specific favourite track. Um, any track I go well at, it's one of my favourite tracks, which is, I like. Is it a track that you are a bit more nervous to go? Like I think Portimao, yeah, for Port- instance, Port-a-Mau. scary track. Like, yeah. look, watching that on the TV just looks like that. Even the first corner for me looks crazy it's, on a bike. So It's, it's a daunting track. Mm. Um, uh for sure like we went there in 2020 and with this before they resurfaced it and i went out and there was the first pack practice first lap fp1 and there was oil on the track which we didn't know and i crashed the first lap uh-huh. so of course it just changes your mindset yeah. um but i've become to like it more and i kind of you have to force yourself to like it um i haven't had my best races there um but i'm hoping to change it this year but um that one for sure, for sure, is tricky. Mm. Um, Le Mans as well. Um, the chicanes are really, really tricky because you see it all on TV and they seem a lot wider than they actually are. Mm. But they're so tight. It's like uh, one line in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, you have like the back straight at Le Mans, and then where you go like under the tunnel, mm, and there's yeah. the chicane there. Left, right, yeah. That's incredibly tight. Where you don't like. I remember the first lap of we all went out and everyone went straight. Yeah, wow. Because no one realised how tight it was, even on the track walk. You do the left corner and then you, as you go to switch the right, the, you're already past the corner. So it's uh, that's probably a tricky track to, to get used to, but I really like that track as well. Mm. Um, I've ridden, yeah, I've ridden majority of the GP tracks. That's good. Um, yeah, it will be interesting, India and Kazakhstan. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to them all. Do you, do you handle the heat okay? Yeah, I handle it fine. I've, yeah. um, I did Asia Summit Cup where True. it's... 40 degrees, yeah. 90% humidity. Perfect training yeah. for it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's full on. That's full on. I reckon the um, one that would scare me as well would be Coda. It's just such a big track. Yeah, yeah it seems it seems very physically demanding yeah. as well. Um, Moto 3 bikes, let alone Moto GP bikes. But um, but no, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to all the, all the tracks and yeah. all the travel and um, for sure it's going to be a, a difficult season. Um, uh, yeah, um, I'm excited for it. Yeah, we're excited. We're Mate, very excited absolutely. for it. That's bloody awesome. 
anything else for you boys the no mate that's fantastic conversation yeah. you're gonna like you're a very switched on young young bloke and we're very excited for you so thank you yeah yeah thanks Absolutely. so much for coming on yeah uh where can we find you on all your socials um instagram is the main one yeah uh, i think it's jacob.rolston yep um that's the main one and then i've got a link to my website as well we'll um, put the link down cool. here yeah yep. no, perfect um and then facebook as well but yeah the the my instagram and then also tech uh, rebel kdm tech three yes yeah. well, changing it's not rebel kdm anymore uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> but, uh, awesome. no, there's there's a change happening with that, but um, okay, but yeah, cool. tech, I think it's Tech Three Racing, which yeah. is their Instagram as well. Which on the weekends they post they post crazy amount, which is good. But um, but yeah, they're they're the main ones that you can beautiful follow. Cool, awesome, awesome man. man. Thanks so much Thanks for so coming much. on. Having me. Um, good luck of all this year we'll be rooting for you we'll be staying up late and make sure we watch you uh, but thanks again so much for coming on man you're thank you awesome bloke it's been yeah. a really interesting chat and we honestly just wish you the best and we're looking forward to see if we can catch up over the philip yeah, island weekend for sure. for sure that'd be awesome Perfect. beautiful thank awesome thanks, boys. thanks guys cheers, boys. cheers. Bye.